Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Hot diggity dog. Today is Elijah Fire episode 275, and it dawned on me today that we're 25 normal episodes. This is not including the teaching series that we do, uh, but 25 normal episodes away from episode 300. And you know, on all of those centennial episodes, we like to do something special. So we've got some fun ideas in the mix. Um, last time we did, on episode 100, we interviewed Steve. On episode 200, we um, we did a host in the hot seat, which was hosted by my guest today. She did a fantastic job. It was super fun. But I, I want to try and do something different for episode 300. And that's all I'm going to say right now because uh, it's very cool and very fun. So um, more on that later. But today is Friday. Fry-yay, as some people say. Um, Friday, July 28th, 2023. It's a glorious day. Beautiful day here in Oregon. Some places it's crazy hot. Here it's perfect. It's low 80s and sunny. And what more could you ask for in a summer day? And it's green outside. That's the we live in a valley, the Willamette Valley. For those of you, I just blew your minds. You're like, that's how you pronounce it. It looks like Willamette. It's pronounced Willamette. Um, just like Oregon is pronounced Oregon and not Oregon. Um, but the Willamette Valley, and it's just lush and beautiful. And there's oh, what don't we have? We've got rivers, waterfalls, we've got lush vegetation it's beautiful and it's not muggy hot um no offense to everybody east of the rockies um but yeah it's just a nice pleasant place pleasant outside all right i'm done rubbing it in um oh yeah mountains sorry i'm going back i saw (laughs) no mountains as well we got the high desert we got the ocean uh although i will say it's not like hawaii ocean um, or like even Southern California ocean, Oregon coast is angry and, uh, cold as well. Even if it's not angry where you go, but, uh, it is gorgeous. And I love, man, there's, it's great. I love Oregon. I love the state. Um, that's why the devil's not going to take it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get a soapbox. Devil's not going to take Oregon. Not going to happen. Um, so anyways, anyways, if you guys are listening on Spotify, and you're not following the Elijah Fire podcast yet, go ahead and give us a follow. That'll really help us out. Help us get out to every. It's blowing up. We, I don't, I, I just got this, the report. This is kind of crazy. Kind of a cool praise report. I got the report back um, from Mariah. She gives one every week. Uh, our podcast has increased, increased over 900% in a week, you guys. That is insane. 900%. So, God's doing some really cool stuff. Obviously, we can't look at that as like, you know, when you look at numbers like that, you kind of have to take multiple numbers in. It's not an accurate depiction of normal growth, but there's obviously something happening. And we just say more of that, Lord, uh, more increases by multiple hundred percentiles. Um, All right. I think that's it. Um, I just want to warn everybody, you know, we are going to be talking about human trafficking today, uh, but there's a lot of other stuff involved as well. So, um, you know, if you typically usher your kids out, 
um, of the room. If they're talking about human trafficking, um, you can use that at your discretion. But the entire episode is not going to be focused on you know, super heavy stuff, but it's, it's always necessary to talk about. So, um, I'll leave it to you guys to, I should have given that, given that disclaimer last week, cause we talked about human trafficking last week as well, but here you are. Um, this guest, she, when I can't be here, it's either Jen or this guest and both of them do amazing jobs at hosting this show when I can't be here. Uh, she's also a fl- an amazing flight attendant. And one of these days, I hope that I get her as my flight attendant. It's just like a fun surprise. Um, but she's also a major advocate for um, women, children, um, human beings in general, getting pulled out of human trafficking. Uh, she's the co-founder of the Sierra Cares Foundation that's based in Sierra Leone in Africa. Let's give it up for my guest and friend, Andrea Hobart. Andrea, hello. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Welcome back. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. It's been forever. Yeah. And we're Literally here together forever. on Friday, Friday. Right. Yeah. And it's a good day. Mm-hmm. It's a good day, everybody. Um, yeah. I'm so glad to be back. Jeff, you've been doing outstanding. Um, and Jen, your sister, outstanding interviews oh, and broadcasts. You. I'm so thank excited. You. And I'm so excited about the uh percentage increase on yeah. the podcast really cool i was like that's kind of it's a amazing. fun friday surprise yeah amazing so. job to mariah she's yeah. the voice on that isn't she she is yeah she's, she's amazing yeah mariah's the podcasts job. and she's super fun like anybody that like gets to meet her like super fun uh so <laughs> really great uh great person so um i want to point out before we jump into the meat of this episode you are going to be talking about um, a, a word that we published on the list, on the Elijah list. So right. like I always like to point out, if that is the case on an episode, if you guys go into the stuff we talked about section, there is a link to that list. You can pre-open that now, um, you know, uh, just to get it ready if you want to do that. Or you can find it later after the episode if you just want to sit in total immersion. So. Uh, Andrea, we have a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's a, there's a word you've been sitting on all this stuff. Uh, but, um, I will let you take it away and what you want to, what you want to talk about first. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Jump in any time. Okay. So, um, yeah, first and foremost, uh, also, uh, if anybody has your Bibles and you're watching this or not driving, it's always good to, I feel like the Lord is going to be dancing us through the scriptures today in this message. There's so much hope. And the amazing thing is we know the end. We knew the beginning, but we also know the end. And we're in the in-between, like bringing the future into now, which is so exciting. So um, get your Bibles out. There's something about opening it, looking yeah. at the scriptures, turning the pages, the memory that that I to touch memory is more significant than I think scrolling, but I, I agree. I agree. But you know what? These can be a good use as well for, uh, uh, if you don't have your Bible with you. Um, yeah, I'd love to start off by just again, thanking you, Jeff, thanking Mm -hmm. Elijah fire, which I'm so honored to be a part of as a guest host and Elijah streams, Stephen Doreen Schultz, all of you behind this illumination that's in the background now, all of you. And, uh, I want to go, uh, I want to start by saying that to everyone, this broadcast, even with us today, 
I believe Holy Spirit wants to move and just like pour anointing out upon you, your eyes and even into the airwaves as we release the sounds together. And I believe that I want Holy Spirit to lead this and I know you all do. And it could go a few different ways. It's really dependent on the mood of Holy Spirit, the assignment that I'm supposed to bring, and then also all of you. So please, if there's people in your life that are passionate about human trafficking, this injustice, prayer warriors, those that are praying in faith, um, you know, about this issue, those that are creating projects, like we've had filmmakers and and those recently highlighted, uh, send this to them. This will be an encouragement, and I really believe it will build faith in people. Mm. Um, And I also just want to just welcome Holy Spirit. Lord, you are so amazing. You have astounded me with your revelation, oh God. And I look to that verse in Psalm 45, 1, that says that, Lord, you, that my tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. And it's, Lord, we just rejoice in you as our king. And I ask that you would let my tongue and my boy voice be that skillful writer communicating your heart that you want to. And I pray over everyone watching, Holy Spirit, that you would saturate their homes, their minds, their families, their positions, even if they're listening to this at work or on the road. I just bless you in Jesus' name. There's a move that's coming and it's here. And the Lord is breathing on not only this land and nation, but the entire world. And we're in a really big learning curve as the public is becoming aware of the reality of child trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and all kinds of evils that have taken place. Really, some of it's been hidden and some of it's been hidden in plain sight, planned and rolled out on purpose for a long, long time. So just as we enter, I just welcome Holy Spirit and I bless each of you. Let your hunger and faith be stirred as we talk about what we're about to go into. So this is exciting. Um, Last year, it was February 24th of 2022. I was invited by Steve Schultz, the founder of Elijah List, Elijah Streams. And uh, he and Doreen and I have have been really good friends for years, even if there was distance in the years. He's somebody that I used to pray that I would be able to meet and bless and encourage myself. So God has answered that prayer. Um, And there's a whole bunch that God's doing in Steve's life, including this platform that Elijah Fire is part of. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like being used as a force. It's an Elijah force. And I love that Steve got the word from Kim Clement in 2003 in Canby, Oregon. Kim Clement said, you, Steve, you are a force to be reckoned with. You are not nothing. You've housed the prophets, covered the prophets. You've gathered the prophets and you will have the prophets reward. You are not nothing, Steve. You are a force to be reckoned with. I'm going to take what you've done and multiply it, says the Lord. And Kim said a few more things that he would be involved in raising up churches and groups. And this is happening. One of the churches that Kim Clement spoke of when he was prophesying over Steve, he had just prophesied over Graham Cook on the same day. And he said that Graham would be part of raising up churches of Brothers United. And even churches, like one was a church with a hole in the roof, where some people couldn't even enter in the front door of a church. They would have to be lowered in by the roof. And that speaks of, I think, our churches being changed right now in this hour. Mm -hmm. There's about to be a flood of people 
even maybe those that we have scorned or not understood that are coming into this move of God and very powerful in it. But when he got that word about force and when I was invited on Elijah's dreams last year, I uh, had prayed before he reached out and asked me to come on. I had prayed and literally it was like an in the moment prayer. God, if there's any reason why you would have Steve ask me to come on, if there's any person, even one person that you would want to speak something through me to, uh, do it, Lord. I, I Yes, yes, yes. And in the same second, which if some people call a zero delta, I guess. You a zero say, delta. A zero delta, same minute, same second. At the same moment I was saying that, Steve had just texted me, by the way, would you like to come on and talk about your work with human trafficking and give whatever God is on your heart from mm. God? So, of course, it was yes. And yeah. as I led up, immediately the Lord started speaking. And he gave me a really poetic word about storytellers and animators and content mm -hmm. creators, those that are called to create and build, even write things like theses, like theses, I think you say the plural, and papers. And there would just be this renaissance coming through creators. And then uh, the, there came a time where I actually said, it was in the middle of it, and I called out the name Jeff. I said, Jeff. And there were about three people that answered to that. There were a few others, but three that specifically wrote that it was a specific word as they were right in the middle of doing a creative work. Hmm. And it, it was a, a necessary word in the moment. And so I released that prophetic word. And then Steve actually added more to it. It was a powerful message. So February 24th, 2022, if you want to look back on that, uh, on Elijah's dreams. And it was titled, uh, God Says It's Time to Laugh. So there was some joy and laughter in there as well. But one of the people that I heard from, and it was months later, I believe, was uh, a man named Jeff. Named Jeff. And he reached out to me and he said, uh, you know, Andrea, thank you so much for your work fighting human trafficking. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the word that you gave on Elijah's dreams. And then he began to say that uh, he's a survivor himself, that he was trafficked at a young age as a teenager in a way that actually is sort of like some of the movies depicted. Wow. So there's many ways this happens, but... This, this man, as a young boy, was trafficked in a very, very uh, dramatic and horrific way. And he's released a book. And I, I, I decided I, I'll be rolling out some people like him that have amazing stories soon. Um, but uh, this is uh, his story is now he was in the middle of publishing his book when he heard that word. Wow. And um, so I just there's one person that responded and that was it for me. If there was nobody else, I was so thankful that this word encouraged him. But this, uh, this, his book is, is a storytelling about his miraculous rescue. And God actually hid him from his traffickers in a room where he was with other young girls that had been trafficked to hidden in a basement yeah. area, like you hear of and see in some of the movies. And God hid him to be able to escape. And I just feel like this is a time, um, you know, we're going to pray a little later to, to release this uh, hiddenness over current survivors and mm. current victims that are caught in this right now. But um, the other thing that came after this, I'll just touch on this for a second. In that same interview with Steve Schultz and I, and I, 
I had been hearing the Lord say there is a birth announcement from heaven and I'm, I want you to announce it. So on February 24th, 2022, that sort of sprung up in my spirit as we had been giving this other word about storytellers. And I released the birth announcement of heaven and said, let it be born, Lord. But this was that prompting, right? Like I actually wasn't going to speak it because I didn't know if it would be too overt or even, uh, I know that there's lots of people that have been standing against abortion and for life for so long. And I didn't want to appear like I'm trying to take the thunder and announce this big announcement. But I felt the Holy Spirit say, announce my birth announcement from heaven. And so we announced it immediately after that. Steve Schultz in this interview, he heard, he saw a picture and he said yesterday, the day before the interview or a time before, he started thinking of this mathematical way, this interesting way of doing math, that it was called casting out of the nines or casting off of the nines. And he began to get emotional. And then he began to decree that there's something about the number nine for many of you, whether it's however it was significant. And he said, you will not be cast off. And as I re-listened to the message, I realized that the Lord was announcing a birth announcement of heaven. And Steve was then announcing, announcing these births and this birth and movement will not be stopped and will not be cast off. So what we are in and what God is even doing in the earth and in us, in our nation right now, it's a rebirth. It's a rebirth. It's Isaiah 66. Can a nation be born in a day? And we are being reborn in this time. So I go back to that because this birth announcement was announced last year, among many other words and uh, messages similar and supporting and even from different directions. So here we are. The birth announcement has been announced. Something has been born. The Holy Spirit move of God has been born in the earth. And um, there's so many literal ways, like even in my life as a flight attendant, uh, things have happened that just confirm this all the time. Recently, I had a flight where I was helping hold a baby girl. She was four months old and she had been born in this time, this time that the enemy tried to stop children and things from being born. So every time I see a baby or a child, I, I just, it, joy, it just brings so much joy. They're already warriors and miracles. And, um, but I held this baby and the mother told me her name is Rayma. And Rayma means the spoken word of God. So we have this spoken word of a birth announcement. We have the spoken word of many of this move of God. And it's here and it's upon us right now. And um, so I want to honor, first of all, again, this platform and all those that have been speaking and fighting for life. And those of you that have been on the front lines and behind the scenes, whether in the natural or in prayer, it has been a God assignment. And just like William Wilberforce was a leader in the abolishing of the slave trade, and he was literally a force. This force is active and alive today. And um, so just release that encouragement that you know that the things that are happening is this, the world and the creation is responding to what God is doing, to the sound of his voice and the sound of, of the birth and the sound of freedom that's coming. And with that, uh, th that every since it's like this story has be been being unpacked. And I knew, um, 
I knew today was an important day to share some things regarding the sound of freedom. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And regarding the message that's on God's heart that is being rolled out strategically for this time. It's very strategic and it's actually in the word and it's coming alive right now. I also want to take a moment and um, just like Jeff responded to that word that he had himself been rescued from trafficking. There are many, many others that I know that have been brought out of uh, sex slavery trafficking and of all ages. One of my friends, she was trafficked through the uh, health, health and human services and the um, literally the, the systems that we thought were to be in place to help children and help the vulnerable. I'm sure there's good people in these systems that have been placed there. But some of these structures are beginning to be transparent and we're starting to see some of the mess in these very systems. Some, I have a friend that uh, was trafficked that she didn't realize she was being trafficked as a young girl. She thought her trafficking was a normal family dynamic until in school they talked about such things that are dangerous. And that's when she realized as a young girl she was being trafficked. Another woman I know, she's a young woman she was uh, in a very damaging home, abusive home growing up, and, and she got invited into a life where she was a dancer and a dance club and even high-end places in Las Vegas. And she sort of got sucked into this thing where she was trafficked, but she was carrying like handbags that were $3,000 and driving a Hummer and wearing all kinds of jewelry and going to parties. And she got sucked into it and also didn't even realize she was trafficked. Man. Another friend of mine was abducted, literally abducted after trying to meet somebody online. She was, I think, uh, in her early teens, and she left her family holiday dinner to go outside because after six months of this man grooming her online, thinking it was a boy, boyfriend person, she was uh, abducted by him and taken and used for uh, harmful child abuse material spread online. Ultimately, that was how she was found, and she was taken out of that. So there are many types of trafficking that's going on today. And um, I think that's also just a, a, it's important for us to know that it doesn't always happen in this dramatic way. There's all kinds of luring schemes when there's a vulnerable population. Mm -hmm. And that could be a vulnerable adult needing work. That could be somebody that has been in an abusive or emotionally distressful lifestyle or family. And they sort of just migrate to these, these, negative relationships because of shame and whatever but there are these cases and i believe um number one like like i said we're on a learning curve jeff i'm sure you see this too the public being able to digest the reality yeah. of the child trafficking and human trafficking yeah. we're learning well about. it's taken over over a decade that i've noticed to really like grab a hold of especially just the idea of it being in the U S too, I think is. Yes. And I think that yes. one other thing that I wanted to point out about, uh, like you were saying, you know, vulnerable women, for example, needing work. And as is the case in like Thailand, they, um, a lot of smaller villages, uh, a woman, you know, the father might not be in the picture. She's trying to provide for her children, but also her family, um, like yes. her extended family, mom, dad, um, that sort of thing. 
and she will go into sex work because that's her only option. But even in that, they can get trafficked or become indentured servants and things like that. And so people often look and they go, well, that she chose to be here. I'm like, you don't know that. Um, yeah. So that is huge. That's a very, very good point. Um, you know, it's never, I very, I, I would th- almost say never, unless it's a negative, negative percent that somebody would choose any kind of lifestyle like this. Um, sometimes certain things begin as a more promising uh, career. And I think may, maybe people will argue that, but ultimately we all want to be loved. We all want to know our purpose and feel valued and loved. And when there's some system in place that begins to diminish or take away that value as a human being, it starts to become exploitive. And even one of the definitions of human trafficking, it's the act of of recruiting, harboring, transporting, or transferring a person for the purpose of exploitation. And it's for the purpose of, of doing it against the will. So any kind of uh, force, fraud, or coercion that comes into play, it, it, it's the, that's the dynamic of trafficking. And I'll just say this too. This is a long-standing plan. Um, Isaiah, in Isaiah 47, it speaks of trafficking. It's titled The Fall of Babylon. And it's one instance where the word trafficking in some of the translations is actually in there. And it's during the fall of Babylon. And some of this is happening now. These systems are being exposed. Um, But I will say that uh, in some ways, the open borders that we've had in our nation, the infiltration into our education systems, into the entertainment world, Mm -hmm. uh, think about the pharmaceutical world. Our nation, definitely the world, but our nation has been trafficked. Force fraud and coercion and being forced to do something against your will. This has played out and and it's gradually played out in the way that a trafficker would lure a victim. It's called grooming Mm -hmm. and grooming methods can be used in subtle ways to develop a relationship and even a camaraderie. And sometimes it can go into a reverse uh, where you almost feel bad to leave that person that could be the trafficker. But it's, there's a luring that happens, <clears throat> excuse me, to build the trust of the one that they are trying to victimize or exploit. And this can take place, just like I mentioned, online through a dating app or a social media fake profile. It can happen in uh, Haiti or in uh, India when there's a disaster or an area that's impoverished and a family is believing they're giving somebody up that's going to be loved and cared for by the individual they're giving them to. They're learning to trust somebody that may not be who there's to trust. And so there's these luring tactics. And what's happened is it's entered our education system. We're seeing like the lines being uh, blurred of teaching sexual education at this young age, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Our education system, even like universities, I heard a reputable source just, uh, just say this. They said the children that are being born right now they're going to have to look up what Harvard is. Wow. We're Yes, we're in an era and a renaissance where some of you that are called to positions, whether it's the arts and entertainment, education, government, all of these places, a leader of family, because look at our family has been, the family unit has been trafficked in this nation. We're going to need people called to that family unit. 
But get yourselves ready because the dreams and the desires and the things God's placed in you, including those that have survived exploitation and Mm. been through the most horrific thing. That's a really profound thing you just said, Andrea. The family unit has been trafficked in this nation. Like that's a really profound statement that you just said. Yeah, and I'll say it again. The family unit has been trafficked in this nation. And the people of our nation have been groomed for a long, long time Mm. to trust those systems that we thought were there to help us. Even survivors of human trafficking, we cannot know their story until we truly know each story. So often, it was not their fault at all. And so often they can't get out of it. So some of the questions come up, why wouldn't they leave? Well, there's all kinds of threats. There's all kinds of ill will against their life. I mean, threats to their family, not just even themselves. And I have walked with friends of mine and they're not only survivors, they are leaders on the forefront that are training and educating everyone, including myself, on on the real lived experience and reality of these evils. So our nation is the same. We've seen lies been told to us. It's not, most people, it's not their faults. Even those that have welcomed such things as, you know, the over-sexualizing of children in schools. It's come at such a gradual way and tried to seep in. But thankfully now God's allowing the blinders to be pulled off that we're seeing it in a pretty extreme light. Mm, Oh, yeah. Um, and I would just ask anybody out there if, if you are seeing it that way, because even just on one of the major news stations, it was announced a TV station that used to be aired in airports all over the country. Um, they're no longer in airports all over the country. And that probably could have been our first clue a few years ago when they started taking this network out of the airports. But uh, this uh, network has had multiple people involved in not only trafficking, Uh, exploitation, but pedophilia and child pedophilia and sexual abuse material. And one was just, just it was just out in the news, just even in the last couple of days. Um, So we're seeing this, but we're also seeing like, uh, there's there's a few dynamics going on. Johnny Enloe and Andrew Whalen joined Steve Schultz on an interview about Operation Mockingbird just this last week. I would ask others to go to that as well. It's a very powerful, powerful interview. And um, it discloses this plan to really let things seep in. But Operation Mockingbird has been alive and well in our news and media. And this news and media system is crumbling before our eyes. And right now, something that I do see, and I say this with an absolute heart, love, honor, and respect for anyone that has been exploited in any kind of way or impacted by trafficking in any way. Some of you even have family members um, and some of you yourselves. There is, first of all, God loves you so much. He sees these ones. Jesus himself went to the very depths to set all of us free and his heart grieves over this. I see an exploitive thing happening in the media that's trying to turn us against each other over this subject right now. Mm -hmm. And we must keep survivors and survivor leaders and those yet to be rescued in the most honoring place in our hearts and perspectives possible. Because for them, 
when they are betrayed by systems, even organizations that are, are helping fight trafficking, when there's an element of a feeling of betrayal or even a, it's like a re-exposure to the traumas that they, they felt when they thought they could trust somebody before. There's many, many levels to this. Um, and I'm speaking this from what I have learned and I'm still learning every day. But uh, so number one, survivors must be honored. Sometimes without even realizing it, organizations and even government's leaders, they will, uh, without realizing, sort of re-exploit their stories, even telling their stories without permission. Wow. Or let's say I have friends, very close friends that are involved in um, instrumentally governmental roles and some even running for offices. And then they, they need to be treated with that respect, you know, paid the wage that they're honored. This is a bravery like we can't even imagine to come out not only and share your testimony of being trafficked and being exploited, but to relive it often and to, to then seemingly be re-exploited. And I say that with, I've seen organizations that have unknowingly done harm and, and we're on a learning curve realizing yeah. this, yeah. the reality of this issue, you know? Well, and the, the other thing that has been, it's been really hard for me to not be completely disgusted with major people, uh, major um, news sites, major um, you know publications, or people that do movie review sites. If, of looking because it wasn't some um, openly left leaning uh, group that made yeah. the sound of freedom suddenly it was licensed to discredit the severity of this issue and call yes. it a QAnon conspiracy and all these things. And it, it yes. really made me angry because of the years that, especially my wife was in raising awareness and doing her part. Andrea, you doing your part. There's thousands of other people that are doing things. Yes. And this is a well-documented issue. And yet, because it, they just took it as an opportunity to strike some low blows at yes. the Sound of Freedom, which is an expertly crafted film, yes, um, it is. showing the severity of this issue. It's not just cotton candy for um, you know Christians or right uh, wingers or patriots or what, whatever you want to throw in as the, right. the buzzword. Um, you know, uh, th this is a this is a serious issue, and to write it off as a QN on conspiracy just made me angry because I'm like. That you yeah. are not helping the issue. You're actually not helping right. because it is an issue and we do need to look at it, you know, so. Powerful, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. And I saw your interview with Jim Caviezel. I have, so this is where, um, th this is part of what the Lord has shown me about the sound of freedom. And this is something for you. Um, I have been living and breathing this message that has astounded me from the living word of God. That is sort of, it's, it's intersecting and it's going right along with the storyline of where we are now, even about this film. So I say that about the, the respect and honoring of survivors from the depths of me, because this is like probably the greatest, it's one of the greatest honors of my life to even meet them and see the hope and see the, uh, I just see the potential. And my greatest desire for them is to come into all of their potential and be empowered. And I see there is a bridge needed to sort of bridge this movement back together. And that's where the anointing comes in. This unity is so needed. The only thing the enemy can do 
to disrupt and stop, he really can't stop what's happening. He can delay. And he's even using all of those delays anyways, because God is so brilliant. But the only thing the enemy can do and could do against this film, number one, The Sound of Freedom was uh, they sought survivor leaders input into creating this film. And I do know that firsthand. Hmm. So survivor leaders were invited to come into this story. Number two, there's a reason the first public film in this kind of a way needed to come out about the reality of child trafficking, sex trafficking, pedophilia, and child sexual abuse material. There's a reason this is the first one coming out. It's about the children. Yeah. There are more stories that will be told. And yes, even President 45 shares the number one individual that's impacted by this worldwide is women, women, young women and women of all ages. But children are a huge percentage. And this was very strategic by the Lord and by the sound of freedom for bringing this out in this moment. So also it was delayed for five years. So in this time of delay, our nation shut down, a lot of the world shut down. And um, I just believe that we've had, uh, based on even the executive orders by President 45, and things that have clearly come to be that he said he would do regarding human trafficking and regarding fighting for, for life are rolling out. So we're in this place right now where even though there was a delay in that film coming, God used the delay, just like Esther. And in the delay, if you remember in the story of Esther, first of all, Yvonne Atia shares, uh, Esther, one of her names, it means, it, the meaning of her name is star. And in one, the specific meaning even around star is hidden. It's like hidden under a curtain. So there's this, this hidden plan of God and these hidden weapons that he is using to just pierce the darkness right now. And Sound of Freedom is one of them. So in this delay, it's now come out, but it's come out right on time. And this is part where um, God really, we, we're going to take this turn and do his storyline. And uh, I thank those that have been fighting for this film and creating this film and making this film. You have been so mocked. And again, this Mockingbird Media, Jeff, like you said, that has come against Sound of Freedom. It's very telling and it's very hurtful. And as a person that I consider myself just, you know, passionate about this, and I made a promise to God with my life to honor life and to do what he wants me to do. And I have told him I will say what he wants me to say. Most of the time, I don't know what to say. I don't even know how to articulate what's here to let it come. Yeah. But the Lord is really, really on this right now. He's on this film. He inspired this film. And there were those that laid their lives down in making this film. And yes, there are many, many ways that trafficking is occurring, like we just shared. But there are absolutely children that have been horrifically treated in this. And this is just the beginning of opening the door for our public to even be able to digest this. It's the first step. In, in many ways, it's the go. It's yeah. the go for what God's doing next. And uh, Jim Caviezel is part of it. Um, share more about him in a second as God leads. But if you want to, everyone, um, I'll take you to 
First Chronicles uh, chapter 14 and verse 13. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And I've shared about this a little bit before, but this is the scripture the Lord led me to over, a, it's been almost two years ago, as he was speaking to me about hidden warfare and irregular warfare and the ghost army which I've shared before. And I shared this message a little more in full on a broadcast I just did. And I'll have that linked on my Instagram and Facebook. And I believe it already is with His Glory and Diana Larkin, um, just a few days. It was released on the 14th, but recorded on July 6th of this year. So First Chronicles, we're in the time of David, excuse me. We're in the time of David and they had just uh, brought back the Ark of the Covenant. They were bringing back the Ark of the Covenant and in 14, um, we go on to see David is in uh, defeating the Philistines. And as David will always do, he would inquire of the Lord in battle. And in verse uh, 13, it says, Once more the Philistines raided the valley. So David inquired of God again, and God answered him, Do not go straight up against the Philistines, but circle around them and attack them in the front of the balsam trees. As soon as, as you hear the sound... As soon as you hear the sound of the marching on the tops of the trees, then move out to battle because that will mean God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded him and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. And then again, the ark is brought to Jerusalem and there becomes a whole movement in the army of David. And they begin with the dancers and the musicians. And David begins to dance with all of his might, thanking and honoring God for this victory. This is towards the end of David's reign. And this is, uh, I'm not saying that President 45 is at the end, because in some ways he's just beginning. But this is a chronicle likened unto right now. And it was released, this victory came on with the sound of the marching on top of the trees. And what God began to show me is uh, about Twitter, actually, and about Sound of Freedom. And he began to show me that um, Twitter, which just changed their name to X, if anybody doesn't mm -hmm. know, it just overnight, blink of an eye, they changed, Elon Musk changed its name. Uh, Elon Musk's name, Elon in Hebrew is Oak Tree. And I began to see this play out. I've been like watching Elon Musk and seeing some of the things that he's mirroring and echoing with other voices. He jumped into this Twitter game, bought Twitter, and he jumped right into the middle of it. And what has he done? He quoted himself. He said, when he entered into Twitter, Twitter is both a social media platform and a crime scene. What did he do? He began targeting the bots, the child pornography and pedophilia, he began targeting things, even human trafficking was reported. On social media platforms that I'm a part of, I actually have reported these things. Like some of it's very obvious and clear. Sometimes you don't know and I just still report it. But he began to expose from within this very platform, in this time frame of a sound that's being released on the tops of the trees for this battle against the enemy. For God gave a irregular strategy to David. He said, do not go right in front, but go around the back. Go around about way. Go around our systems. And then go into the front of them. And when you hear the sound on the marching of the top of the balsam trees, then you go. And then you will have the victory. 
So what I see with Oak Tree, first of all, Oak Tree, uh, Elon, he did a lot of what President 45 has done with this nation and with different systems, jumping right into the middle of the arena, exposing the corruption from within and using that very platform. President did it in DC and other places, exposed it from within, exposed it from DC as a person in DC, which I don't even think he likes to say <laughs> he's in DC. So did Oak Tree, so did Elon, who exposed this right from within. So we've got this dynamic and what's happened is Twitter has opened back up to the people that were blocked, even those that have been um, not only voices for the Lord, but voices that were, you know, whether they were part of January 6th, uh, standing for freedom for our nation and for, again, President 45 and all of these things. But what happened is Twitter reopened its gates back to many of these voices, not all of them. And it became a gathering place again where truth is now coming out daily. Truth has become, I'll say X now, it's no longer Twitter because that mockingbird, if you hear Johnny talk about it with Andrew is that mockingbird has fallen. The bird has fallen. <laughs> that mainstream mockingbird news has fallen. And this new X has emerged like a spot where God is saying X marks the spot. This is where I'm moving on the tops of the trees, oak tree. What happened? The moving and the marching on the tops of the trees. All the people coming back on Twitter, you know, X, Twitter X has uh, all the branches of the military are on there. And even like Elon Musk, the Tesla brand, the Twitter brand, the truth brand, they all start with T, the president. And this T is like a tree. So of all the letters in the alphabet, we've got the T as all these, we see it everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's come back to this gathering place of the tree, including the branches of the military. And now truth is coming. Now the whole name has been changed. And actually, the platform has been changed from the inside out. So we're seeing God move within a system, just like Esther and Haman that built the gallows for Mordecai. In that delay, she waited for the right time. She waited for the time. And in that delay, the king had a dream. And that's when he asked how he could honor Mordecai. And the whole plan unfolded and revealed Haman as evil. And then Esther, who was hidden, the star, revealed her real identity as, as a Jewish woman and saved the Jewish people. But it happened in a delay. So we've seen this delay. And the sound of freedom was delayed. And guess what? Elon Musk actually vocally said he would support the sound of freedom. So we're hearing the sound on the top of the tree. And we're hearing it on this tree. And everybody is going back to the tree. And we're in a victory now because when this, the go came, on the tops of the trees, that was the go. We are in a go time. We are yeah. in a go time right now. And please look to this X, look to X. There's something God is doing. It is a mirror reflection. And it is literally playing out in this story and more. And with the sound of freedom, you know, the sound is about the victory. And in the scriptures, God spoke and it was created. He speaks, and if we were created, we were made in his image and likeness, but he releases an announcement, like he announced the birth announcement. He releases an announcement, and in the marching on the tops of the trees, that's when you go. 
So we're there right now. And these brave people that made the sound of freedom, I honor them. I have, I, I completely honor them because some of them have had death threats and who knows what else against their lives and families. Yeah. And the thing is that there's many stories that can't be told, but this of this film was, was one story that needed to be told in the way it was to unveil what God is doing next. And you know, it's so beautiful because um, God, he is using us right now. You watching, do you ever wonder why doesn't God just do it all? Why doesn't he just do it all? Well, he created the earth and all the vastness of the skies, the firmament, the stars, the light. He created it with his voice. And the sound is releasing a sound, a voice. But he created you and me in his own image and likeness. And God himself, when we were stolen, when we were exploited and trafficked at the very beginning, when we were taken out of our original place and fooled and lured by the enemy, Adam, and Eve, when that happened, the Lord did something so beautiful. And Jesus said, I will go for them. So he created us as him in the earth. And then he came back as us and walked and lived as us because we are that connected to God and a part of him. And Jesus, the God of all creation right now, he is releasing sounds and songs and all kinds of uh, all kinds of miracles that are coming. And they're gonna come not only to the people in this film, they're gonna come through this film. They're going to come to those of you watching your lives. There is a go right now and it's a momentum. So keep praying and keep going. But one thing that God showed me about Jesus, um, Jeff, if you have something to say, I'm gonna turn to this. No, book. no, go for it. So yeah. this Chronicles message is really beautiful because it goes on to just talk about the whole victory that we're in and of King David. And it speaks of the legacy of David and King Solomon. And uh, this is where we're at. This is one picture of where we are at right now. And this is the same David, you know, Kim Clement prophesied over President 45, my David, that he will be a trumpet. And the trumpet is also a sound. So we're seeing a sound from the trumpet and a sound on the trees right now. And they're mirroring each other. It's a reflective thing that God's doing. And so in um, Luke chapter one, God, when he, when the Lord in Isaiah six, when he was looking to and fro, who will go for us? Whom can I send? This shows you right there that he, how he uses us and he needs us to partner with him. And what he did was he had to, uh, a seraph angel had to come and place a coal from, from the altar, a fiery coal, a hot coal to Isaiah's lips that he could even stand in, in the presence of God. And then Isaiah could say, so he needed the Lord's help to even say yes and to fulfill his calling. But he said yes to the Lord. And then in very shortly after, Isaiah announced the coming of Emmanuel. So sometimes God will announce it, but so often he announces things through us. So 
you know, back to the um, what's being born right now. Jesus, so there he was announced by Isaiah, which was prophesied for all that time to come. And in Luke 1, it's so amazing because the angel Gabriel first comes. You know, it's talking, this passage is the birth of John the Baptist. Yeah. So there's a present day John the Baptist among us, probably many. I believe I want to be a John the Baptist in the way of preparing the way of the Lord for what's mm-hmm. coming. And I say yes to that God. But I, I the birth of John the Baptist came. So it was um, Zechariah and Elizabeth. They were barren. We've heard this story before. Barren, Sarah and Abraham. You know, mm-hmm. all that God does, it's the promises of God are amazing. So Zechariah and Elizabeth. Uh, Zechariah is met with the angel Gabriel. And Gabriel says, you will have a son. And then it goes on. And when this happened in uh, Luke 1, 25, Elizabeth became pregnant. And for five months, she remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. And he has shown me his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. So in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Virgin Mary. So we have Gabriel announcing this to Elizabeth and Zechariah. Gabriel announcing this to Mary about the birth of Jesus. So in the, in the first part, um, let's see, uh, let's see. Yes. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, descendant of David. Joseph, a descendant of David. Amazing how that keeps happening, right? The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And he begins to tell Mary, or yes, the angel begins to tell Mary that she will conceive. And Elizabeth comes, excuse me, Mary visits Elizabeth in chapter Luke 1, 39. And Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting. So Mary, who had just heard of the news from Gabriel about Jesus being born through her supernaturally as a virgin, the son of God, she goes to visit Elizabeth. And as she entered, it says in uh, Luke, let's see, it's 40, uh, 141. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby, John the Baptist, leapt. The baby leapt in her, in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So at the very mention of Jesus being born, Elizabeth, who comes and visits Mary, who had also just found out the miracle of being pregnant with the Son of God, the baby, John the Baptist, he leapt at the sound of this. He leapt at the sound. We are alive in the womb. And Bobby Connor, he recently shared on this as well, a, a story of himself in the womb. But this is what amazes me, is John the Baptist then went ahead to prepare the way of the Lord. And we are also in a picture of this right now. And I am not talking about, um, I'm talking about the John the Baptist that loved Jesus so much, he became his friend. They were friends when they were in the womb together. That was a connection divine by the Holy Spirit. And there was something that Jesus, it was planned, but the sound caused the leaping in the womb for John the Baptist. He heard the sound, he leapt. So I believe God has shown and 
been showing me and dancing through these verses. And then we go to the birth of Jesus and we go to again, Joseph, uh, John the Baptist preparing the way of the Lord. There's the moment where Jesus comes to be baptized by John and John sort of retreats like, you should be baptizing me. But Jesus does something so beautiful. You know, it, ha- it needs to be fulfilled the way it was written. So this story that I wrote for my people can play out just as I want it to, just as it was meant to and written to. And Jesus and John the Baptist, they had an intimate friendship and relationship. And I want to speak on that as far as uh, the man that played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. And the man that played Tim Ballard and plays Tim Ballard in this movie, The Sound of Freedom. Jim Caviezel became intimate with Jesus Christ in a way I don't know that anyone has in the act of uh, playing that part. And Jeff, you interviewed him on this. Mm-hmm. And you asked him as he played Jesus in the warfare and all that he went through. You said there was a discussion, Is was this method acting, I think, on your part? Or Yeah, I asked. I, I'm trying to remember exactly how I framed it. I think it was something like, how, how does this differentiate from that, I think? Like what you experienced. Yes. I think it was something to the effect of that. Yes. And he sort of said, I guess I, I think I was because he really lived it. Yeah. He lived and breathed the cross, the smells, the sounds, the, the, the chastisement, the, the torment. that peace. Yeah. And the torment. Yeah. And the betrayal. Hmm. Um, segue just for one second. Jim Caviezel has also spoken several times that the Bible, Bible is alive right now. In many of interviews, the Bible is alive right now. This is literally alive right now. Many parts of the Bible are alive right now, probably all of them in some way. But he said, some of us are playing, we're all playing different roles, characters in the Bible. I got to play Jesus, but some are playing Judas. Some in the church are playing Judas against each other Mm, and against the Lord. Some in this moment of mockingbird news are playing Judas. And I say this, please stop. Please stop. This is craving the Lord. Hmm. And it will only delay possibly many victories that could be happening. This is a time we need Psalm 133, that the oil from the beard of Aaron would come down and saturate us because that is where the blessing is. The only thing the enemy can do, just like Mockingbird Media, is to steal, kill, destroy, Mm -hmm. to bring chaos and division. And I would say, although maybe there's, there's needs to be still so much learning in this movement, We must do it together. And I would say, is it helping the lives of those yet to be brought out of this captivity by entertaining division and slander? I would ask you please to ask that question. And I pray by the Holy Spirit, this even through the airwaves, through the sound of our voices here and through the prayers of all of you joining, 
that this division and this spirit of division would be broken in the mighty name of Jesus, mm. that your son, that your move, God, that you could be glorified for all that you did and have done. And I just declare a divine reversal, just as in the times of Esther, Lord. I declare right now that light would come over this whole thing. Yes. I declare that a unity, your peace would come that passes all understanding. And in the name of Jesus, we just call that forth because the Judas spirit is betraying mm. the very heart of the Lord. This mm -hmm. is the furthest thing we would want to be doing right now. So I bring that in love because we're all learning. We need each other. We need to bridge arms. Mm. We need to learn from each other and understand this. And God is going to be rolling that out. He's okay. going to be giving voice to survivors. He's going to be giving voice to many of you. And I know that there's so much yet to be learned. But God wants us united here. This is his plan. So what happens with John the Baptist? He prepares the way of the Lord. And Jim Caviezel, you have been preparing the way of the Lord with your life. He played Jesus. He lived out that intimacy with Jesus. John the Baptist heard the sound of Jesus in the womb. He heard the sound of the announcement of Jesus in the womb. Jim Caviezel has been hearing the sound of God on his life for a long time. And he brought this message and beautiful thing to us that also the enemy tried to knock and destroy of the passion of the Christ. The blood of Jesus went on every theater screen that showed it, went on multiple TV homes. This is years in the planning, even the strategy of God. He filled the theaters. He filled even Hollywood with the blood of Jesus on the screens. Yeah. Jim Caviezel said yes to God. I honor you, Jim Caviezel. You are preparing the way of the Lord because what happens next, this is the good news. And this is why we must be in unity. What happens next is the sound of freedom is the go. And the sound on the trees is the go. And even whatever and however God is using it, Elon Musk, Oak Tree, and X is also a sound of the go. And no matter what, nothing can stop the sound that God is releasing right now in the name of Jesus. And mm. Jim Caviezel, you are preparing the way for what is to come next. And it is the rolling out of the film with Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson, you are called for mm. such a time as this. I bless you in Jesus' name. Yes. And I say to you both, that it will not be stopped because what's coming next is the resurrection. It's coming, the resurrection of Jesus. We are living it as a picture, as a body together, and it will not be stopped. This baby of the move of the spirit of God has been born and we will not kill it. We will not mock it. We will not come against it in the name of Jesus because the resurrection then brings the ascension mm. and the move of the Holy Spirit that's about to come on the entire nation. It's coming on the entire nation and it's coming in Hollywood. It's coming in... Yeah and education it's coming in the government it's coming through sound of freedom it's coming this was an assignment of god the passion of the christ was an assignment of the lord mm -hmm. somebody said yes mm -hmm. somebody said yes to the sound of freedom somebody said yes to sponsor it thank god somebody had said yes to to buy a ticket to it with every act of moving in this together we are in the war together but just like David numbered his men, there were dancers and singers and musicians and artists. And there's about to be a move of a renaissance of God that rules out the heart of God through animation, through storytelling, through films about the living word and what God is doing, but through so many things. 
You and I were not born to be in the same old, same old. This is not business as usual. And some might say, why am I having children and starting a family in this time of life? Well, why were you born in this time? Is the better question. There's an assignment for you. God has multiple blessings that are about ready to burst forth. And if we would understand that he is using this film, the only thing the enemy has is to bring chaos and division here. That's all he has. It's truth that's coming out. And there's going to be more truth, more stories, more opportunities. And yes, more opportunities for survivors. Those that have lived and breathed and, and endured the most horrific things. And some of you are watching. This is survivors of all kinds of things. You know what we were made for now? I dreamt when I was a little girl, I prayed that I would have a life of adventure. <laughs> I'm from a, from a flying family. I'm from a missionary family as well. I've had uh, relatives of mine that were killed on the mission field and even one a survivor of, of um, a prison camp in, in World War II. Excuse me, the Vietnam War. <laughs> but I have met people that are on the front lines, both in the natural, in this fight, and the rescue and the recovery of children, fetuses unborn, and organs, among other things, is very, very real. And it's on a scale that is just being introduced to the public. Mm. We must realize it is truth. There are more stories and more we must learn regarding this. And again, from those that have lived it, I honor them. And I honor this film. But God is doing something right now, and he's raising up many of you. We were made for this life. I prayed. You know, I remember being in YWAM. Jeff, we both did YWAM. Mm-hmm. I was yep. in the Philippines. And uh, experienced a lot. Um, we worked with children that had obviously been trafficked. And it was just amazing. Um, I've been in third world countries by myself, all by myself even at 19 and 20 years old. I've actually been in rooms with world leaders and I have wondered how I got there. I've been on a train in the Philippines in the mountains that uh, high up that the week before it had fallen off the cliff. I've been in very scary situations and I've known fear, I've tasted fear and I myself have seen God protect me and hide me at times. It's supernatural. We were made for the supernatural. And this is a time, the time of life that you were made for. Just like Jeff sitting right here with Elijah Fire as our host, he's here every day. And there's the team behind the scenes every single day. Not only is their calling bringing them to their destinies, Jeff's calling is about putting voices out. He has made such an impact in, I would say, thousands of lives, even publicly, but how many lives that are watching and hearing and getting the truth from this. And I say that about Stephen Doreen Schultz and Elijah stream or Elijah uh, streams as well. Esther, it was not just about her destiny. A whole nation was saved. Her people were saved from death and it was a strategic plan of God, but he needs us. And I go back to the beginning. Why would God, why doesn't he just do it? Why can't he just make everything right? He invited us in to partake with him in his death and resurrection so we could be born again. So we could be who we were made to be, seated 
with him in heavenly places. We were the only aspect of creation that he molded and made in his own image and likeness. We are one with him. God is allowing, he, he, would, he could do in a moment something, but for some reason he needs us right now and he's including us. And it is the biggest and greatest miracle and adventure story. And I encourage you to all jump in. You have a part. Not only are your destinies going to be fulfilled and promises released right now, but one act towards something obeying God, even if it's about supporting an anti-trafficking organization or Elijah Streams and Elijah Fire, which also does that in a big way. Sierra Cares Foundation came into my world. It happened in a time in 2019 when I was actually on a medical leave from work. And in a way, I sort of had my own shutdown, being shut in, if you will, before the year before 2020. And in that time, in that shutdown, was when I began to be involved in a bigger way with these survivors that have been brought back from Sierra Leone. And these range in age from babies all the way to adult women. And we had men and young boys as well over 650, and that number is exceeded now, that have been brought out of wow. slavery and sex slavery. Man. But I say that because I prayed and asked God for a life of adventure. I was, um, even after YWAM, I went to community college praying about what I wanted to do. And I was so, uh, it just was dull. It didn't feel alive. College didn't feel alive, and I'm thinking maybe I understand more why now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then God opened up something. God opened up something, and he gave me a word through Bobby Connor and Larry Randolph. And he said to me in uh, summertime of 1999, said, you are, Larry Randolph said, you are going to be going in and out of many nations not just one or two or three, many nations. And it will start by the new millennium. This was mm -hmm. literally 1999, late summer. And Mark, he said, mark my words. As an ambassador, God's going to be sending you in and out of many nations. It will happen at the new millennium. Bobby Connor, who some of us have heard, he came to me and he just grabbed my face like this. And he kissed me on the forehead and said, everything is going to be okay. I have held on to that so many times and he told me to twirl and God's doing is he's dancing amongst us and with our lives it's a dance with him if we say yes but he invited us to partake in this because of what's to come and because of what we're going to be able to experience in eternity don't miss your moment hmm. take him by his word right now It's as real what he's doing through this storyline on our way to resurrection. This film resurrection will be a prophetic picture of what's coming in this land. And our land, once again, will be a land and a beacon that shines throughout the earth. We are reclaiming our land that has been trafficked from us. We are reclaiming our children that have been trafficked. We are reclaiming our own lives that have been exploited. And we are reclaiming one nation under God, indivisible with liberty for all. Mm. Um, this is the most amazing time to be alive. And you are part of it. You are part of this plan. Mm. 
It's so yeah. brilliant. It's so brilliant. So I just encourage everyone. Um, you know, Jeff, can we do a little prayer? Yeah. Right now? And do you have anything to say? I don't actually. I've just kind of been sitting and absorbing. Uh, I think this is, is super good and very, very needed. And I mean, I wanted you to talk this in depth about human trafficking and everything for a while. And so, yeah, illumination is like, it's so good. Oh, so this is yeah, the time. no, it's, it's great, Andrea. Like, um, and it, it's, even if I wanted you to talk about it, you know, the other times that you've been on it coming out on the heels of sound of freedom and that this is a topic that is on a lot of people's minds right now. It's just for such a time as this. So yeah, it is for such a time as this. Yeah. It is for such a time as this. It's all of, again, this Esther story, this David story, and also this birth and launch of Jesus. And we're coming to the resurrection story and then revelation Revelation 4, the throne of God and the door that stands open. And we can knock and he's bringing us in. The veil is so thin in the spiritual realm right now. Here's what the Lord wants to do, I believe. And thank you. If this is resonating with anyone, it is absolutely the Holy Spirit. All glory to God. All glory to God. And I know this, uh, there's a warfare over this film. And so the Holy Spirit is just going to, he's going to be washing and I think it will be, get, it, it be getting clearer and clearer why the attack against this film has been so great. Yeah. Um, but so many people just didn't know the battle right. and understand. So I, I've just released that. But there's another component to this story all throughout the Bible. And again, back to William Wilberforce, the, abolition, the abolitionist against the slave trade and that movie Amazing Grace. I was just going to say, if you haven't seen Amazing Grace, go see it. It's really good. Graham Cook is the one that encouraged me about that film and shared with me about his fight against human trafficking and slavery. He's not only been a mentor in my life for years, he has been a dear friend and his wife and family. And um, for those, he was brought onto my plane after God told me he would come onto my plane. After years of me praying, I could have him on a flight and thank him for all that he had done in my life. And now he's a great friend. And um, I just want to honor all these voices and people. But uh, William Wilberforce was depicted in Amazing Grace, the film. And then John Newton was the slave owner, major slave trader, captain of a slave trade ship, who became filled with the Lord, received the Lord. So slave owner, slave trader, did such evil. Lifestyle was just uh, awful towards especially those enslaved. And he became a follower of Jesus. He received God in his life and totally changed. And he wrote the song, Amazing Grace. The very one that was driving slave ships and entertaining it and enslaving them himself was turned around and wrote this song. And back to that force that force against this evil that's been going all since the Bible of killing children and people and sacrifice and satanic ritualism and abuse all throughout the Bible started at the beginning with the fall. The enemy began to exploit right there. 
but we are seeing a reclaiming of all of this. But in that story, John Newton wrote this song that we now know and seeing it all over the nation and the world. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. Back to that sound. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. Blinders are coming off. And Jeff, I just, I welcome everyone to just pray right now. We're going to release something together into the airwaves and call forth every whistleblower. Call forth those that have been involved in evils against human life. Call forth those that have even been part of it in hospitals, clinics, wherever. We're going to call you now that there is an opportunity by the Holy Spirit to come upon your life. And just like John Newton, let your heart be turned inside out and be used in this moment for God. So just release that sound in the airwaves to call you forth whistleblowers, witnesses, and those of you that have just fallen back and backslidden, and those of you that have turned your back on God and gone astray. Come home. Come home. He is your home. He is our home. It's sometimes in the deepest depths that we realize how far we are, but then we can only know the heights by knowing the depths. And sometimes it's in the grief. That grief itself, when we feel the joy and the miracle of God, it's so much sweeter because it was such an extreme miracle. And he's done that in all of us. He's done that in us all. I praise the Lord every day. Every day these days, I'm having to draw upon him and get washed by my own mind and things that's out there. It's an it's a everyday thing. But God is drawing us in. And he's turning things around and various systems that have been used for evil are being turned around for God right now, including films, including all the systems of our government and society. And I just declare right now, Lord, that um, yes, as this is happening, God, we release right now your miracles. I release them into Sierra Leone and Sierra Cares Foundation. We've just recently had a sex slave that we were able to help. And our team on the ground was able to, in disguise, help track a major syndicate in that nation. Wow. And they're now in prison. And it's wow. very hard to have justice done. And my team, I spoke with them, just Ibrahim, our director, just the other day. And he said, God hit us. It was so, it's very dangerous. Hmm. And he knows it's the blood of Jesus and the Lord that's protected them and so many yeah. things. But we just release right now the protection, Father, over yeah. every child, every man and woman, and those yet to be born, that you want born, Lord. And we release right now underground, above ground, every nation in this nation, throughout the West Coast, the East Coast, the Northeast, the North, the South. We release right now to every border in the United States. We release to every person on the front lines and every instrumental governmental and military group anointed upon you now in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. to be led. Andrew Whelan speaks of he and his wife being led on assignment. And some of you are like arrows being shot into dark places to expose, but to bring the light. And let there be light, Lord. 
let there be light and let light come and hope and even your miracles and your love to every survivor and every person crying out to you in the name of Jesus. We call them back. Let my people go. Let them go. Let the children go free. Let them go now in Jesus name. Let go of what you're holding on to. Those that are holding on to something of value, release it now in Jesus name. Release the lists, release the evidence release the directions to those that are hidden and those that need to be found now in the name of Jesus, let it go all throughout the earth. Angels, host of heaven, go on assignment. And yes, Lord, carry this, carry this through the airways in the computers in the, all the lines going throughout the earth. Evidence whistleblowers and prayers be heard. The prayers of your ones praying, let them be heard. And let miracles come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Let it be. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. There's a sound of freedom and joy coming. The sound of freedom is ushering in joy and celebration like we can't imagine. Do you hear it? Let them hear, Lord. Let your anointing come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. The enemy is terrified because this time it's God plus man together. <laughs> His men and women are in the government, in the military. They're everywhere. We are placed here for such a time as this. And this time, I've just been so curious about that, pondering it for days and nights and weeks. Why? Why is this such a special moment and opportunity that God would choose us to do his miracles and, and will through? There's something so amazing as we re begin to know who we are in him. All that little voice has is lies. Lies, lies, lies. But no, you are called and you are royal and you are a king and priest unto your God. Every day we can receive forgiveness and be washed in him. <laughs> I believe we should. But in our weakest moment, we have more power than we know. Mm -hmm. In your weakest moment, you are more loved than you know. God loves you. Mm -hmm. He 
unlocks you. He's for you. And yes, he is a warrior for you, fighting for you. You have more than you know. Amen, Andrea. Um, wow. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna have to rewatch this one to to fully absorb um, all that the Lord was saying and doing in this episode. It's really good. Um, and as everyone else is super blessed by it too. I'm super passionate about this t- this subject. So uh, yeah. Um, so how can people follow the Sierra Cares Foundation? Yes. Um, oh, I'm so proud of uh, my team and our team on the ground. It's just amazing. So sierracaresfoundation.org is down below. We are a grassroots created from just a couple of us that heard about this issue. And, and I encourage you, know, there's so many amazing uh, organizations and works coming up and in the U.S. as well, and all over the world. And I want to join as many and partner with and link to as many as possible so we can just spread this. I have a big vision because one of the things at Sierra Cares Foundation is um, we've been recognized even among the government, number one, by helping uh, track down a major trafficking syndicate. Number two, they've never seen anything like our uh, efforts to bring restoration through mental, emotional, and spiritual health care. Yeah, it's so important. Which is huge. So and a important. lot of and a lot of times it's just not known or understood or even not looked at as something that needs to happen in different parts of the world. Yeah, it's not enough to just rescue the people. A lot of these people if, yeah. if they're an adult now, you know, say they were taken Yeah. At, at 13 years old, a 13 year old girl ten years ago gets rescued now. She's twenty three years old. Think of all the growth and development that happens from 13 to 23. Oh, yeah. And having not been subjected to a healthy atmosphere, there's a lot that needs to take place in rebuilding their minds. And, oh, um, totally. Yeah, all the scarring, the trauma, all that stuff. It's a yeah, big deal. you're right. And you know it. You and uh, both Lauren know it. And that's uh, something I'm so honored about and I have a big vision for because this Mm. needs to go all over the world. Oh, absolutely. And um, really honoring survivors is treating them with so much respect. Speaking of them, even our, the ones that we care for, speaking of them as they would love to be heard that they're being spoken of. This is real respectful kind of things of honoring their lives and their stories, protective of them as well. Um, so SierraCaresFoundation.org. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook. I am on X or Twitter or Twitter X or Oak Tree. Whatever it's going to be called tomorrow. <laughs> I'm yeah. on the T's. I'm on, I'm on Truth Social as well. Yeah. Um, you can find me by looking at my name. My Truth Social, I'm like holding an arrow, bow and arrow. And it's not me. It's just an image. Mm-hmm. But um, that's a really interesting place. And, you know, I just bless everybody. Um, this last little bit is... Uh, Jim Caviezel and this resurrection that's coming. You know, Jesus, basically Jim Caviezel as Jesus, just honored President 45, the trumpet. Yeah. 
not only honored him, but has said he's the man that has been working against this and working towards taking out traffickers and helping the lives of those that have survived. Jesus endorsed this candidate. <laughs> Look at that picture. <laughs> so what's coming is uh, the Sound of Freedom is also ushering us into a move in our nation, our rightful leaders returning and this rightful leader returning, yeah. who absolutely laid his life down. And thank you so much, President. Thank you, President 45, and your family and all those with you. I'm so grateful for you, and we are here. Legify our legend streams, and this audience loves you. Mm. So let's see what God does as the sound is released, and this move of the Spirit comes, and this return of our nation back to God mm. begins to unveil, and we become a light, lighthouse for the earth once yeah. again. Amen. So bless you all so much. Please connect with me. I'd love to meet you. And um, please follow Elijah Fire, Elijah Streams to support this amazing work. Uh, the reach is unbelievable. If you mm. could see behind the scenes as well. So God bless you. Yeah. And God bless you, Andrea. We love Thank you. you. Happy Friday, uh, and just, everyone. Yeah. Your, all of your efforts, the Sierra Cares, your prophetic insight, all of those things. We just, we really, really love you, value you. Myself, Illumination, Steve, Doreen, but then all the viewers and listeners as well. I feel it. I feel it. And thank you for praying for me and praying for us. We do ask for the prayer. This is a big work and it, it can be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, but God is, he's, he's protecting us mm -hmm. and he's protecting you. So thank you, Jeff, so much. Yeah. Thank you all. Absolutely. It's an honor. Honor to have you on. So uh, everybody have a blessed Friday. It's Friday. Happy uh, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Uh, tune in on Monday. We've got Christina Baker back. We love Christina. Yay. She's awesome. She's, she's, she's great. So uh, that's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, Andrea said you guys can support this ministry. How do you support this ministry, Jeff? Great question, random person. ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you donate. Um, and all proceeds go to obviously keeping this free. Uh, but then also we take a portion of every donation. We funnel it into our water well efforts. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, we're just transforming communities, transforming lives because of fresh, clean water. It's something we take yeah. for granted over here in the West. Turn on our tap. We don't have to worry about waterborne illness. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we want to give that gift to other people as well. And we've impacted so many people because of you guys' generous donation. So God bless you guys. Thank we love you. you. We'll see you on Monday with Christina Baker at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.